Hi guys, welcome to the second ever episode of the NTT20 betting show. We hope that you welcomed the addition of this new Thursday feature show. Uh, Episode one saw us look at opening weekend, try and find a bit of value and, and best bets. And George, looking back at last weekend, a couple of winners, a couple of losers. How did we get on overall? Well, yeah, you did better than me. Um, the way we're going to do this for those listeners is we're going to allocate one point for each tip that we give you uh, and then two points for our naps. And last week I had a nap loser, I had a BTTS loser, I had a first goal scorer loser and my other two bets were both winners in Bradford and MK Dons on the Asian. Ali, on the other hand, had a BTTS winner and a nap winner and his other three bets were all losers. So that left me 1.74 points in deficit in the red Ali currently after week one ahead of 1.58 profit hey. so between us <laughs> between us a little bit uh, in the red but hopefully a few more winners and uh, and obviously that the the sixfold didn't land yet so we're one down there but you know I think if we land one of those in the season then we're, then we're fully in the prof so fingers crossed this time I can crawl my way out of out of debt and Ali can, can, can stretch further ahead so we're going to go again for those who didn't listen last week it is a nap each uh, and then we'll both pick a team from the leagues not covered by our naps. Uh, we'll pick a BTTS and we'll pick a first goal scorer. So a nice spread of bets looking across the whole of the EFL ahead of the weekend. So week two in the EFL, George, looking at first goal scorers to start with. We both drew a blank last week. Uh, where are you looking for your first goal scorer this weekend? I'm off to Villa Park. Um, Wigan really impressed me. Um, I think going forward they're a very very impressive first game of the season they look like they were the same Wigan team we saw last last season in, in League One uh, Villa obviously conceded to a poor Hull team and scored three goals themselves but I'm going to talk about the game more later um, but this is maybe one uh, that's may, slightly a bit different for Wigan I think it's just a big price in, in Gavin Massey at 11-1 to 1. Um, I think because they were strong going forward, because Villa was slow starting. And we also saw that Massey had uh, five shots in their game of the weekend and four of those were inside the area. Uh, Will Grigg was, was slightly suppressed. Um, I think that maybe because his goal-scoring ap- exploits, maybe um, teams are going to be looking to keep him quiet. And given the, the poor uh, options in, at fullback for Villa, I can see if Massey is playing off, off uh, the wide areas in behind, um, trying to run in behind Grigg, then you can see him getting those chances again. Michael Jacobs will be listening to this at 12 to 1, thinking, I scored two last week, got an assist as well, and hit the and bar. Hit the bar. <laughs> yeah, no, but, uh, fair enough. But he's, uh, if the way that their shots went last, uh, last week continue, then they should be priced up similarly. So I'm happy if, if Massey can get in those positions again this time around. Um, given the fact I think that we're going to probably touch overpriced in the match anyway, at about, around about 3 to 1. Um, I think that 11 to 1 is quite tasty. I'm going to Luton for my first goal scorer bet. Luton loses against Portsmouth last weekend and by all accounts, uh, very unlucky to leave with zero points. They hit the woodwork twice. Uh, They really took the game to Pompey and and matched them really. So uh, uh, if not in results terms, certainly a positive start in terms of performance for Luton. And they are hosting Sunderland this weekend. Sunderland winners, as we know, on opening weekend, but certainly in the first half looked a little loose at the back. And I think that uh, because of the, uh, the the pricing, there are some interesting options in, in terms of Luton for first goal scorers. Harry Cornick started up front with James Collins in that game. And you can find Cornick at 12 to 1. However, I'm not entirely sure 
of the uh, the fitness of various of the Luton attackers. The one thing I do know is that Collins will surely be starting. So although he is uh, one of the favourites in the first goal scorer market, I'll be taking on James Collins at 11-2, first goal scorer for Luton against Sunderland. But I'm going to be keeping my eye big time on Luton because they've got a number of threats from midfield as well. George Grant and Andrew Shinney. Shinney takes a brilliant set piece. And of course, uh, they've got the likes of Sonny Bradley uh, attacking the ball from those set pieces. So you might you might hear me tip up a fair few Luton first goal scorers at this stage of the season. BTTS now, George, mine was successful on the weekend, yours less so, but you're staying in the same game for your BTTS uh, this weekend. Yeah, um, for similar reasons as I went through, I think this Wigan team looked immediately impressive straight away. There were concerns that maybe they didn't get enough business done, um, but obviously Jacob's getting on the score sheet twice, hitting the bar. I think they, they looked like a very well-set team and, and a good attacking unit. I've mentioned um, Gavin Massey's shooting stats. You also have to imagine that Grigg is going to continue to be dangerous in the box as well. So, I just think this is seems clearly one for, for the BTTS. Yes, at nine to ten, I think this has got a, a much better chance than, than those odds suggest in both teams scoring, especially given Villa's. Um, as, I, as I mentioned, I don't think they're particularly strong in, in, in fullback areas, and, and you know, on the left hand side, whether it's Taylor, obviously having not been able to get Joe Bryan, and we'll see if they do any business today. But they look like they're short there, and um, and I think that it's it's fairly likely that both of these teams will be looking to play on the front foot, um, both with a good attacking units, maybe not quite as good, so good at the back and I think 9 to 10 is a, a cracking price for this BTTS yes another BTTS yes from me chasing two winners in a row in this market and I'm going to look at two teams both of whom got a real whack on the head last weekend both Oxford and Fleetwood would have woken up on Sunday morning feeling like pretty hungover after a bit of a battering Oxford at the hands of Barnsley Fleetwood at home to AFC Wimbledon uh, a result of 1-0 that could certainly have been a lot more and clearly these uh, teams defensively in that one game to start the season were not particularly well versed in in stopping the opposition but I do think that both sides have some very talented forward players for League One level so in the absence as it's only week two of of too much sort of uh, current season data to pour over uh, I'm looking at two defences that really let each other down last week uh, and some 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 solid attacking players such as McElhenney for Fleetwood uh, and and any number of them for Oxford as well so at Beth 365's 19 to 20 for BTTS yes that is my pick for the Oxford I hope you're, Fleetwood I, game I was about to say I hope you're right because I'm going to be there but then I've realised that if you are right that means I've got to watch Fleetwood score mm. um, so I hope you're wrong I hope you see Joey Barton's <laughs> first goal scored in management that's what I hope for the weekend uh, and I'd love to see yellows obviously on the score sheet as well George to start with your nap in terms of uh, which side you really want to get with this weekend in the EFL. Yeah, I've changed my mind in the last five minutes. Um, not in, in terms of the, the, the one I was going to have as, as my nap, I've got as, a, as one of the other bets in the other leagues. Um, but I am going to be going for Forest Green here. Um, I was a little bit perturbed by the gamble um, in that we're slightly behind the price here. Um, you, you were getting uh, yeah a, a bigger price a couple of a couple of hours ago, even nearly two to one. Um, but that is all gone. It was nine to five. We're now into about eight to five. Uh, Twenty-eight to seventeen is actually the the price that I'm getting um, on odds checker, where you find all your best prices and what, where we're taking our prices from here. Um, so twenty-eight to seventeen on Forest Green. I thought that they were lucky indeed in the way that they beat got past Grimsby. Grimsby's defensive lapses were horrific. 
But having said that, they showed that they've got enough about them to be more competitive at this level than they were last season. In Christian Doidge, they've got a, 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 one of the best strikers at this level who will continue to score goals too on the opening day. Oldham, who we've discussed at length in this podcast, seem grossly overrated to me um, in, the, uh, in the betting, and that continues to be the case. The fact that they were favourites for this match away from home just a couple of hours ago uh, seems extraordinary to me. So even though it's all gone blue on odds checker, um, I'm still taking that 28 to 17 uh, about Forest Green for my nap. It's all Two gone blue win. on odds checker. What a wonderful phrase. For my nap, I'm heading down to League Two and I'm going against a team in Carlisle that I am just full of fear for this season. Uh, there was an article that we retweeted on our Twitter page at NTT20. I suppose, well, certainly to our eyes, lifting the lid on on quite how difficult things are behind the scenes there. The budget slashed a huge disparity between the ambitions of the fans and the ambition and willingness of the owner to match those ambitions. A manager in John Sheridan who has already come out with a few quotes suggesting that He's, he's just sort of took the job because it was a job available rather than because he thought he could really go places with this Carlisle side. Uh, a budget that was slashed and also a very disappointing opening day result, which hasn't filled me with confidence in any way whatsoever. They were beaten very easily by Exeter didn't offer a threat, went down with a whimper, Exeter creating chances at will. They're playing against Northampton, so Northampton is my nap. You can get 19 to 10 with sporting bet. So what I would consider to be a really, really nice price. Northampton lost at home to Lincoln on opening day, but a little bit like what I spoke about with Luton earlier, there was a real recognition that this was an incredibly even game and that Lincoln goalkeeper Josh Vickers made a string of sensational saves to keep Northampton at bay. They created plenty of chances, and I think that there's, uh, from my point of view, um, that's not dampened my excitement about Northampton this season. We expected them to be strong, and I think that despite opening day defeat, I'm still expecting them to, to certainly head up to Carlisle and be well on the front foot, dominate that game. Carlisle shrouded in a bit of uh, mystery at the moment. Just how bad are they going to be seems to be the question for me. So at 19-10, to 10, Northampton, very much my nap. So, George, run us through uh, your bets in the other league so both of us have got naps from league two and in the championship and league one a couple of extra bets for for for, for enthusiastic punters yeah we'll work our way up um so start in league one and uh and i've gone for gillingham a team that i really was keen to to get against this season <clears throat> but that opening day win at accrington has done a lot to impress me um, I think that despite reports Accrington were very, very poor indeed, I still maintain that they are going to be better than people give them credit for. I still think that going up there and, and inflicting their first defeat in 2018 is an impressive start to the season, uh, especially away from home. Um, and we've seen um, last season with Steve Lovell that he is a manager who, who, when things are going well, he can really rattle off a sequence of wins. Um, and they're playing against a Burton team whose start to life back in um, in League One couldn't really have got off to a worse start to be honest um, a home defeat against Rochdale who famously aren't the best travellers um, who we didn't think much of this season so again it's a tiny tiny sample size of, of, of basically one game um, and one win and one, one defeat and you can easily fall into the trap of looking at that and taking far too much credence from it but this is a value selection where Gillingham are 89 to 50 so just um, kind of bigger than 17 to 10 to get the result here and that's with Marathon Bet 
um, given that Burton are the same price. Um, I have that just totally wrong. I think that Gillingham at home have to be the more likely winner here. Um, so I'm going for, um, for, yeah, for Gillingham to win at, uh, at, at 89-50. They've been referred to a few times in this podcast already and it is Portsmouth that I'm backing in League One. They're away at Blackpool. So again, uh, more themes that you'll recognise. A team already thrust into chaos by the departure of their manager Gary Bowyer uh, on Monday afternoon. Blackpool are still owned by the Oyston family and while that is the case the fans will still be boycotting. There is very little for the players to, to get excited about when a manager steps down after just one game, a game that they drew away at Wickham, um, mainly thanks to their goalkeeper who frustrated Wickham in that game. And in Portsmouth, you have a, a team that I'm just happy to get with at the moment for, for, for any game, really. And that's because I just I said it on the preview podcast. I'm expecting this to be a team that wins games 1 or 2-0 pretty comfortably. Their back line is just absurdly good for this level. Jack Watmore and Matthew Clark are sensational uh, centre-back partnership Lee Brown signed from Bristol Rovers very solid the same can be said for Nathan Thompson as much as he loves to wind people up um, and Ant- Anton Walks as well in, in uh, at right back Thompson and Naylor in midfield it's just so solid uh, and we know and we saw on the weekend that in Pittman and Jamal Lowe they've got players that can uh, break if needed that can be perfectly good in a a possession based system so a bit like Northampton away at Carlisle I'm expecting Portsmouth to go up there uh, take advantage of the chaos at Blackpool the continued chaos at Blackpool and get the win there so at eight to five best price with Betway uh, Portsmouth away at Blackpool is my bet for League One Uh, up in the championship George and it's a team that you have been tweeting about this week. You're really excited about their transfer business in a more general subject, and it's Ipswich that you want to back this week. How do you want to do that? Yeah, it, it's on the Asian handicap. Um, we explained this a bit last um, last week, but those of you who don't use the Asian handicap, it's just a means of of betting with with a bit of um, security in your bet. So if you bet, for example, plus one. And, uh, and you end up losing by one goal, then you get your money back. So it's a bit different to normal handicap, but that would be a loser. Um, I'm going to go for Ipswich um, naught here. So Ipswich, that's basically draw no bet, um, the way it would work. So if it is a push, uh, sorry, if it is a draw, then you get your push. And that's 11 to 9 with bet Victor. Um, the thinking here isn't necessarily that pro Ipswich. Whilst I really like the, the, the business they've done, obviously this week they brought in Nciala, Nolan and Jackson, who are three players I'm really excited to see at this level. Um, it's more maybe to do with Rotherham. Um, I still don't think Rotherham are necessarily the um, the relegation certainties that some people do think they are. But it was a, a tough old day for them on Saturday last week at Brentford, losing five one. Um, you could see when that last goal went in the consolation, they were all pretty downbeat. And I think it's going to take a lot for them to pick up um, <clears throat> to pick up from there and, and go again here. We've seen Paul Hurst is very very good at getting his teams up for it. He will definitely see this as a huge opportunity for three points as well. They will not make this an easy ride for Rotherham whatsoever. They'll get right in their face from the word go. Um, I think it's going to be a, a nasty afternoon uh, for Rotherham. And I, I think that given the security of, of getting that, that push for a draw, I think that, that 11 to 9 is, uh, is good value. I think that, again, that's working out a less than 50% chance of, of us getting profit, which I think is wrong. 
Talking of getting in the faces of the opposition, Leeds under Bielsa, we've seen one game so far, one game's worth of sample size, but Stoke can attest to the fact that this is a side that gets right up in your face, whether you're in possession or whether they're in possession, quite frankly. They're away at Derby in the late game on Saturday, live on Sky Sports. And I'm going to be backing Leeds here, uh, also zero on the Asian handicap with Unibet at seven to four. So essentially draw no bet, as you explained. Uh, the reasoning here, again, this this is just opening weekend is one game of sample size. But um, despite both teams picking up three points, I thought uh, miles apart in terms of performance. I think that Leeds will be so encouraged by that start and they will now, if they were unwavering, if they were wavering rather at all in their belief of Bielsa, these players will now recognise that uh, that this man's going to get them to do something that the opposition is going to struggle to deal with. Derby at the back and in defensive midfield positions, I find slightly immobile, let's say, um, ageing ever so slightly. And with Leeds' style of play, that does not lend itself to uh, to keeping them at bay. So I'm really I'm really excited, obviously, to see this Leeds side uh, again on Saturday. I'd like to see some improvements in Derby's performance from that game against Reading that they won on Friday night. Certainly going forward, I just don't know whether uh, there's been enough time really for Derby's performance levels to pick up so substantially and so at seven to four uh, zero on the Asian handicap um, Leeds are, are, are my pick for the championship this week so there we go um, there are our picks for week two of the not the top 20 betting show if you were to put our picks into a sixfold, uh, that is Ipswich zero on the Asian handicap Leeds zero on the Asian handicap Portsmouth Gillingham Northampton and Forest Green you can get around 276 to 1 with Unibet and George certainly every reason to use odds checker certainly when you're uh, picking your your multiples yeah absolutely this is where I talk about the uh, my employers but uh, no it, it is important because obviously the, the prices will change uh, in the in the minutes hours and days after we record this so it is important to just use odds checker go on the site make sure you're getting the best price for your bet and if you click that little yellow button next to the, next to the selections it'll all add it to your bet basket together which means you can see the huge discrepancies between bookies for your hackers and make sure that you are ensuring that when they when it comes off because we will lamb on this season i'm sure of it when it comes off you're not you're not throwing money away by, by by backing it with the wrong people last but certainly not least it's been great to see so many of you signing up for mike holden's fox punter service uh, listeners to the podcast will recognize mike uh, we've drawn on his expertise on many occasions over the last two years or so. Uh, he offers a, a fox punter service uh, where he provides all sorts of help to the EFL punter. Um, and you can get a trial of one month for one pound uh, using the coupon code NTT20 on Mike's fox punter website. So please, please do go and check that out. Um, surely you won't be disappointed. I can assure you of that. And thank you very much for listening for this, the second week of the Not The Top 20 betting show. We hope that you are subscribed, that, that therefore you will pick up all the Monday and Thursday episodes this season. Um, do hit the retweet button if you've got this far and if you're excited about the bets that we've laid out for the weekend. Let us know what you agree with, what you disagree with. Send over at NTT20pod on Twitter any first goal scorers. We certainly love a long shot as well, maybe a defender attacking set pieces. Any intel you have, 
do let us know and we can make it part of this. So thanks very much for listening. And until next time. Bye.